I'm Emma. I'm Shannon. And welcome to a mailbag episode of This Podcast Doesn't Exist. You got mail. Oh. Mail time. Mail time. We don't have the rights. No, but does Blue's Clues care? I hope not. (laughs) I hope they're a chill organization. Uh, Do you remember? That's a weird uh, theory rabbit hole to go down. Um, when Steve had to leave because he was going to college, but he actually was just like, I want to do drugs and not That's be a part of this. not true, though. I know, <laughs> but do you remember that going around? Yeah, in, like, middle school, high school, we were all like, our childhoods are ruined. Yeah. But actually, he just wanted to, like, be in a rock band and not be the host of a kid's TV show anymore. Which is totally fair, but I remember that being a huge thing when we were kids of, like, he wanted he was doing drugs or he like got in trouble for like something something horrible or something like that but I remember that being a huge thing and then realize like reading about later of him being like no I just wanted to be in a rock band okay but have you seen the clips where like Steve and Joe like come home and it's like all three of the hosts no (laughs) you're like why am I crying over this animated dog but it's so cute. Tell me you love a found family narrative without telling me <laughs> you love it. But I do. Uh, uh, it's and speaking of a found family. Yes. We have quite a little family of people that like to listen to us, yeah. to hang out with us every week. And we are very appreciative of them. We are. We, we love all of you. But we do appreciate when people send in uh, DMs or emails about the pod. Let us know you're listening, and we're going to share some of those with you today. I'm very I'm very excited because not only do we have the uh, requisite Haley <laughs> of emails, of, of which there are many, and of, of which we will only be reading a we're few. We're withholding some of the content, the yeah. back catalog. Yeah. But we also, you guys, uh, have a package that a we literal get to open. mail episode. A literal mail. Um, and so we're going to save that for the end. That's going to be the last thing we do. So Teaser. If you, if you want to stick around and listen to the rest, um, feel free. But if you want to skip around to the end, I mean, <laughs> I wish I could. But um, instead, we get to read some wonderful mailbags from, from all of our little pod family. Pod fam. And the first up is our friend, Emily. Uh, We actually went to school with her. We called her Dallas. So let's see. What has she got to say for us? She says, y'all, my professor provided this example literature cited page, and I know it's completely made up, but I can't help but think that this author's research must be all over the World Carrot Museum. I'm cracking myself up over this, and I hope it at least makes you chuckle, too. So, uh, this is a syllabus that she got for a paper that she was writing. And it has, as it's number seven, literature cited. So, the things that you should put at the end of your of your essay. And <laughs> it has as its examples. Um, so, this is a peer-reviewed journal from by multiple authors. It should be cited as carrot, Y-H, Turnip, J-U-H, and Tomato, A-T, from 2010. And it's the Spectral Analysis of Mixed Vegetables and Pies, International Journal of Vegetable Science. (laughs) And it goes on. Um, I think my favorite has to be... uh... 
<laughs> the book and book chapters section of it of like how to cite it says carrot yh and turnip juh from 2001 the use of potatoes in soup a review in soups of the world edited by fried potatoes tag yourself i'm fried potatoes <laughs> we'll post the we'll post the yeah. picture that she sent of this tag yourself uh let us know let us know who you are but it it truly <laughs> Potato Pete would be proud. Potato Pete! Potato Pete! Uh, thank you so much for that, Emily. Oh my gosh. We love it. It's so good. <laughs> Next up is a short little blurb, but I needed to share it because it filled me with such glee. To my knowledge, this is our first comment on an episode yes. on the Podbean uh, platform. And it does not tell me the name of the commenter. So shout out to you, Anonymous. Uh, Hopefully you're listening. (laughs) But it was on our episode number 34, Speculation Station, Flat Earth, with our special guest, Ruth. Ruth. And here is the comment. Once you go flat. You never go back. <laughs> Which I feel like flat earthers would truly, they would put that on a t-shirt. I, yeah. I, it I, says I, once I you go flat it. on the front and then you never go back on the back. On the back. Yeah. I like it. Uh, short and sweet, but I just appreciated it. Please leave comments, reviews. Please. I, I really like reading them. I think we also, we got a comment a while ago on our Instagram Everest post. From someone who speaks Spanish, and so they wrote the comment in Spanish, but I Google translated it, and it basically said, it was it was Shannon's theory <laughs> from the episode, but they they were really nice, and they were like, this is so interesting, and I really liked that the, you guys talked about this, and it was really sweet. If I can find it again, I'll read it. I'll read it to you guys, but... Well, also, hold on, stand by as I go to my podcast related folder on my phone because i have 138 images that are related to the podcast we got a like we got a like from the george mallory foundation oh yes yes we did on on instagram i don't think they actually listened but they at least they looked for their tag they they were like hashtag george mallory we like this post and i screenshotted it and sent it to emma and i was like we're famous we've made it i know who we are but i don't even know if they're like a legitimate foundation but hey we'll take it we'll take take it we'll take the we'll take all the validation validation i can get yes (laughs) all right so our next piece of mail is from our friend Sarah, and she actually sent it through Instagram, but it is a photograph of a chest, not a, a, of, a, of a wooden chest, of a, of, a, of a toy box, what looks like a toy box. Yes. Sorry. I don't know why I felt the need to clarify, but... Yeah. <laughs> Nothing Nothing untoward. Like a, like a Facebook marketplace or yeah like next door next door app facebook thing but it is a wooden chest that has all of these symbols all over it honestly i think i think i know what they might be but it is an ad for that it has the picture and it's it's uh, posted by joan graver for, of madison manor mm-hmm. and it says vintage roy rogers wood toy box 
vintage Cub Scout camera and Darth Vader's saucer chair, which I'm sure are all part of it, but this is... The the vintage Roy, Wa- Roy Rogers wood toy box is what we're wanting but to I focus on. But I love that they spelled Darth Vader as Darth, Darth Vader. Oh, I didn't even notice that! Darth Vader. Darth Vader. Luke, I am your father. Luke, I am your father. So, Sarah was browsing next door, and so she sent it to us, and she goes, It looks cursed quote, vintage items? Like, what? No, most definitely cursed. They probably have, quote, character. <laughs> also, Joan G is certainly a fake name. <laughs> but looking at this, I think I might actually know what these are. Oh. Um, I think they might be uh, Hitchhiker and Hobo, and I'm using that in the same term that they would in the 1930s, mm-hmm. of uh, Hobo Symbols. Oh. To tell you what, like, if it, it, the way that they would use hobo symbols is that they would either on a fence post or on, like, a door frame or something to say this is a safe place or this person will give you food or you can mm. find work here or don't sleep here right. or, you know, police presence here or things like that. But I have no clue if that's actually what this is because if they're calling it a Roy Rogers the toy point. box, I don't. I don't know what I like. I know Roy Rogers was like a little cowboy thing in the mm-hmm. like 30s and stuff, so maybe that's related. But it could also be cursed because there are a couple of these symbols where I'm going, that looks like an astrological symbol. <laughs> they like mixed it in. Yeah, they're like, mm, all of these except for this one are safe. <laughs> <laughs> this one is not so safe. Well, thank you. Please send us any weird kooky things you find online. Because that's always fun. We appreciate them. So, as with any self-respecting mailbag episode, we now have a message from our in-house graphic designer, who we love so much, Haley. I'd like to note also that this email and the next email were sent on the same day. Yes, they were. (laughs) So Haley was in in the zone. But here we go. The title of this email, the subject is, I'm back, back, back again. (laughs) (laughs) So a couple times now, you've mentioned me being a conduit for these things, and I 100% agree. See previous mailbag episodes for more context. I used to have what I would call oracle dreams. They all started the same. There was a house on a flat mountaintop. I used the word house loosely as there was no floor just billowing white fog like you do an aesthetic choice all the doors in the house were either glass with a chrome lining or non-existent there were no walls or even exterior walls however there were floating windows sometimes the whole house was furnished other times it was just a white bay window with a bench There was always a large glass sphere on a pillar of white fog in the main room that I saw my dreams through. Mm. On occasion, it had showed me events that would happen soon after IRL. Other times, a young girl dressed in white, who I believe is my future daughter, would tell me something and a name of someone. Later in my life, the person mentioned would tell me the exact thing the girl told me and it tripped me out. 
Oh my gosh. Anyways, not to sound hippy-dippy or anything, but for a while I would feel in tune with the universe. The main reason I would often go barefoot. I would whisper into the wind asking the universe for something, or I would make wishes on dandelions. Oh, most notably was wishing that Ruth would tap me for P&P. Call it what you will, but they would always come true as if the universe was listening to me. I also used to be able to see auras. I feel like my connection with the universe and seeing auras has kind of dwindled out as well as my prophecy dreams because I started to spend less time outside. Another notable thing that would happen to be at Sweetbriar is that lights would flash and turn on whenever I entered into rooms that were not motion activated. (laughs) I love that that's just like a little throwaway like, oh yeah, and this other thing. That's so cool, Haley. That is amazing. I I find the fact that some people can see auras fascinating because I, it just feels so like I can understand that the energy is there and I just can't see it. And the fact that some people can see it is just, oh, so cool. It's so cool. I feel like I would, as someone who has a touch of the social anxiety. A touch. Like you do. As any modern human does um i feel like it would be so helpful right you know what i mean to be to be able to walk into a room and visually be like oh this person is really blue or yeah whatever whatever you know like yeah or they're really angry i should tread lightly around them you know just to amplify what you can already sort of pick up from people yeah but that's very cool that's awesome all right well the next uh Email was sent to us the same day by the same person, Haley. So it says, it's it. the subject line is ghosts, friend, or foe. So in the latest mailbag episode, you both mentioned having imaginary friends. For several years at my childhood home, I had an imaginary friend named Sarah. I would like it to be known that my childhood home was a quick bike ride away from a cemetery and on the other side of my backyard fence was a bridge to Terabithia-like forest. Nope. Okay. Uh-uh. Um, <laughs> I have a feeling I know where this is going. Congrats on surviving childhood, Seriously. Haley. So, you know two places with big unnatural energy. Anyways, back to Sarah. I'm pretty sure she started out as a ghost that turned into an imaginary friend when we moved across state to a new home. I first met her when I was five. She told me she was eight years old. I lived in that house until I was 11. She stayed eight. It kind of created this weird power shift between us as she went from being the older one to me being the older one. Anyways, when I was younger, I would play with her every day and would leave my toys out for her to play with while I went to school. Or I would make my bed nice and comfy in case she wanted to take a nap. It's so sweet. To this day, I still very clearly remember the details of what she looked like. She had shoulder-length, straight brown hair that was pushed back with a purple headband. She wore a purple cardigan and a matching purple pleated skirt. Purple people will go purple all the time. Purple people are purple people. Shout out to Sarah Billman. My personal purple purple person. Purple person. Sarah never tried to hurt me or anything. I think she just wanted companionship. 
Because we had to pass the cemetery to and from home, I would often see Sarah waiting at the front of it for our car, and she'd wave to me. No! (laughs) I knew that if I were to go to the cemetery, I would find where she was buried, but I was always too scared to face the possible reality that she wasn't an imaginary friend. Oh my gosh. And you were six? (laughs) I gotta go. Between the ages of five and eleven. That's a good chunk of time, Haley. I repeat, congratulations on surviving childhood, Haley. (laughs) Again, okay, so uh, there's another portion of of this email. We'll get there in a second. But again, I just, when it comes to little girl ghosts... They're even, so creepy. Even if they are dressed like Nancy Drew. Even if they're dressed like Nancy Drew. Just, uh, guys, oh my gosh. Just try your hardest to stay away. Don't engage. Ugh. All right, moving on. Haley continues. Again from the mailbag that you can go back and listen to, Mary, who had written in, mentioned walking the dairy loop at night. That is something that my Scooby-Doo gang and I did as well. I don't know what possessed us to do this. I think one of us couldn't sleep or was anxious, so we all decided to go for a walk. One way or another, we ended up on Monument Hill. Oh, no. Which is where uh, people are buried. Yep. We walked in circles around the enclosed graves, not being able to tell which way was the path to go safely back down. We eventually decided to call Campo, campus police, to come pick us up because we were thoroughly frightened. Fair, but weird. The issue was that only one of us had cell service, and I was the only one with Campo's number saved, but my phone was close to dying. So in a rush against time, we pretty much got them called. The Campo officer was kind of a jerk and mocked us for being scared before agreeing to come pick us up. Anyways, once we were back in a well-lit area, I realized it was time to tell my friends. No! Oh my gosh, this is such good writing, but I'm so upset with you right now. During our circling, I very clearly saw the shape of a man leaning against the wall on the inside. Ah! It almost felt like he was feeding off our fear and confusion. I didn't bring it up to my friends when it happened because we were all already close to tears as it was. Oh my gosh. I'm so scared. (laughs) I'm so scared. Was it the Hadvolution, right? Lucian was like Indiana's brother. Which we never talked about on campus, but they talked about in the sci-fi, like, television series, uh, School Spirits, that I watched the week before we moved into orientation. That's... Also, I'm confused because I feel like there's a very clear, like, gravel road of, like, the path down. But maybe because this entity was feeding off of their fear and confusion and was trying to rile it within them... And made them confused enough to not be able to see it. That's fair. Also, the only times I've ever been up there at night, we've been in vehicles. Same. So. We've never, I've never I've had never, the. I would never. I, I would know. never. Woods at night? No. no thank you. Mm-mm. I barely do woods during the day. Yeah, we, mm-mm. I have no interest in being in the woods at night with the possibility of this entity deciding to freak me out. Also, just, Haley, con- congratulations on doing such incredible writing that you freaked me the <laughs> F out. I 
I'm so mad at you. Yeah, I'm but you know what? Going I'm going to be so happy in a second because guess who sent us the package, you guys? Okay, but where, I feel like we should give some context. Where did Haley go recently that you were so jealous of? So, Haley lives in California and decided to go with some friends to the Winchester Mystery House. Throwing it way back to the beginning. All the way back to episode two. But I got so excited because, of course, they told us that, hey, I'm going to the Winchester Mystery House on this day. And they asked us, do you want anything? (laughs) My answer was, whatever you want to give us, because what on earth am I going to ask for? I I I want to go there. I want to be there. That's what I want. They also sent us some really excellent, like, live from the tour messages. Oh, yes. They were, they were, like, live, live Live tweeting tweeting us specifically, not actually tweeting. Hold on. Let me, I'm going to see if I can pull some of them up while you prep box prep the box and it's I like it guys it's like a real box too but here we go i'm gonna read some um some title uh some texts okay from Haley's tour there's some great photos which are excellent some of them are really creepy they're so good i feel like they'll a couple of them must must go up on the Instagram. oh yeah i'm saving them i'm saving them i'm saving them yeah ah uh, okay so most of the during the tour stuff was photos, but the, I Haley texted. It was like tour done. Can't wait to do it again with y'all. To which Emma said, "Ugh, don't make me cry." Because <laughs> I truly, all all I want to do is go go to these places that we've been talking about for so long. What if we? No, that's a lot of work. I was gonna say, what if we do the thing? Where we get a school bus and we change, we check it out and we drive around and we pick up people as we drive around the country. You know who has that uh, already? Yes, I know. Miss Emily. Yo, Dallas, you want to, can we sponsor you or you can sponsor us? Can we all just road trip in your can, bus? Can you like maybe bring your dog but kick out your husband and we can like all go? <laughs> Sorry. LOL. Um, Haley also said, at the end I asked my guide... If they had seen any ghosts, and she said no. Well, it's just so disappointing. <laughs> Which I love that your response, Emma, was, ugh, she probably has and just wasn't allowed to say. Which is potentially true. It's true. But, yeah. So, stay tuned for fun photos, and then Emma has the box. Le box! And we're going to open it. We haven't seen what's inside of it, but we're actually a little afraid that something might be broken. Yeah, the, the box is stamped fragile, and when I picked it up, I felt like I heard some tinkling, so we'll find out. Yep, you're going to find out with us. So, first and foremost, what's on top? Ooh! Is it a postcard? It's a postcard! Let me read it. It says, Dearest Hosts, I hope this finds you in good spirits, pun intended. Please enjoy this movie night kit enclosed. I hope the next time I go is with you both. Much love, Haley Libren. I love it. And it's addressed to this podcast doesn't exist. (laughs) I love that. This is so cute. It's like a spooky. I know. It's so cute, though. Uh, And a little wax. A wax seal. Uh. All right, so we've got a DVD 
Oh my gosh. What Secrets is of the Mansion. <gasps> Winchester Mystery House Ooh. DVD. I'm so excited. This is so cool. Alright. Oh, we have socks. Alright. I think we're gonna have to choose who gets what socks. Oh, okay. I think I know which socks are yours. Oh. <laughs> and they are the uh, Shakespeare window socks. <laughs> How fun. Oh, I'm so excited. My 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 Winchester Mystery House socks are uh, daisies. Ah, oh, we love this. Oh my gosh. I like how I just decided for you. <laughs> but I like do, I knew that. that that's that's so that's so you. They're the they're Episode 1 and 2. Yes. Or 2 and 3. 2 and 3. They're the uh the windows the stained in, glass windows in the ballroom, the stained glass windows with the uh in Shakespeare that, in that sleep of death. Yeah, in the sh- with the Shakespeare quotes. Okay. Ah. And I think I think we might oh, oh. something did break. I think they might be uh, wine glasses, but Ooh. here, you open the unbroken one. Okay. And then it looks like we have keychains! <laughs> oh, how elegant! Oh, so pretty! And it's a rose and a daisy. San Jose, oh. California. That is the most sweet rare thing, though. A rose and a, a daisy. A rose and a it's daisy. True. Um, I'm not going to open the other one because it definitely is broken. But, Kaylee, don't worry. I'm going to make Shannon share. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get straws. We'll get straws. For our mistakes. And be adorable. Um, I am so excited about this. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Secrets of the Mansion. California State Historical Landmark, 868. I know. And that's on the front of the DVD for some reason. I love this. <laughs> Haley, you're incredible. Thank you so much. Thank you. This is so cool. This makes me so happy, too. Like, the, you couldn't have chosen better things for us, honestly. We're so hyped. So excited. We also got keychains. I don't know if you if you saw that, but they, they say spirit crossing. Ah! Oh, my God. It has a little ghost. And it has a little ghost on it. Sorry to shout at everyone. No, but it's so cute. Ah, adorable perfection. You're the best. We cannot wait for movie night. Um, Absolutely not. And for our our world tour someday. Someday, which I feel like Haley and Ruth are required to come with us. At least for parts, like, legs of the trip. Yeah. They... I feel like we just need to pick up... Pe- this is what I'm saying. We need to have a map, and then we need to plot where our, our people are. Because, like, Haley's in California. Like... We have some friends over in the UK for the World Carrot Museum. We've got some, yeah. We've got the uh, New Jersey Cotillion for Cotillion for the Jersey Devil Coalition. Coalition. Do we know anyone in Nepal? Uh, potentially. Uh, Morris has a friend who was stationed there, so never let me near that person at a party because I will corner them and. Only talk to them about Mount Everest. Well, actually, Morris has a Morris has another friend who's also interested in uh, that line of work. Uh, but actually, he's really interesting. You actually probably really he, he got very interested in the fact that uh, we have a podcast. <laughs> he actually might be listening. Sup, Connor? <laughs> Shout out to all of Morris's associates. Seriously. At the chemistry lab. At the chemistry lab. You all lab. know who you are. You guys are incredible. Walk over to his cubicle and be like, hey. Hey. <laughs> What's up? Morris. The Stegosaurus. 
Shannon had a moment. This is completely off tangent. And if you guys want to stick around for it, great. We were we were we were writing down our name, Morris, mm-hmm. and Shannon was reminded of something that she didn't realize that was being reminded of. She just said Morris the Stegosaurus. And she went, I wonder what that is. Googled it, and apparently there is a television show for children that's a yeah. cartoon called what, Dino Train? Dino Train or something. And like there that. is a there is a dinosaur named Morris the Stegosaurus, and he's got beef with another dinosaur. Al- Alvin the Allosaurus. Yes. But Shannon has never seen the show. Literally never. So if you know if there was a pop culture moment for Morris the Stegosaurus, I can't talk. You're so nervous about it. I can't. I can't. Uh, Morris the Stegosaurus. Please write in if it was like a, a vine or something. Seriously. And that's why it was in my brain. I don't know. Thank you to everyone who wrote in. Please we appreciate you. you. All the memes, all the stories, all the syllabi and weird next door posts. We love it all. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Haley, for being the wonderful gift giver that you are. I'm very excited for this. And remember, my friends. This podcast doesn't exist. And neither does this mailbag. Bye.